I think I literally have been getting off to the internet for 12 hours straight. And it's not the way you think, you dirty mind audience. Yeah, I know what you're thinking. No, 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 no. Let me stop you. Let me explain. Last night, I could not stop watching these rallies in Staten Island after a tavern owner was literally escorted off of his property, arrested because he was defying Governor Cuomo and all of the restrictions to shut down restaurants. He, in defiance, was like, no, no, we're going to keep this going. This is my dream. This is my business. I have to feed my kids. I literally was getting off to it. Finally, I'm like, hundreds of people in the streets. Finally, people are standing up, right? Then I wake up this morning to an avalanche of tweets from Mayor Garcetti's insane restrictions now in LA County that are so absurd that make no sense are literally a jigsaw puzzle to figure out. Theoretically, you could go to a mall or to a store, which are at 20% capacity. Now you can shoot a music video, which like is Dr. Dre paying Garcetti? Like how is that working exactly? And you could protest in the streets, but you can't sit outside and eat at a restaurant. How does this make any sense? What is the logic? And then in the grand scheme of all of this, we have these government officials making these rules and they're out in broad daylight, not even abiding by them, having the time of their lives, surf and turf, caviar at restaurants. I'm embellishing that, but you get what I mean, right? So today, and this timing wasn't even planned, but I have two LA small business owner restauranteurs who in my mind are quintessential Los Angeles. Below me here is Peter Garland, he is the founder of Portavia Restaurants, a neighborhood bistro with three locations. He's in Beverly Hills, Pacific Palisades, and Calabasas, right? What is Los Angeles without bistros? Nothing. And here is Bobby Roshan. He is the founder of Demitas Coffee. They are in Santa Monica and Little Tokyo. And I have a feeling these guys have something to say about this madness going on. So really quick, guys, I'm going to start with you, Peter. If you could give like a 30-second, one-minute intro into your line of work and what you have done in the biz. Thanks for having me. So I opened Porta Via originally in Beverly Hills 26 years ago and Palisades about two and a half years ago and Calabasas only two months ago. So I opened a restaurant, you know, in the middle of a pandemic. When we opened the restaurant in Calabasas, interesting enough, the timing was kind of good. People were getting comfortable about uh, with going out. We could serve outdoors. The restaurant is all designed for outdoor an outdoor experience. Um, so we were sitting in a good situation. But yeah, the rug was taken out from us um, at all three locations and throughout Los Angeles overnight. Bobby? I'm Bobby. I, I founded Demitas. We've actually had to close one of our locations since COVID hit. It's just been a roller coaster. You know, we were slowly crawling out of the hole and then the, the latest round of lockdown seems to have scared people off again and so we, we've seen sales plummet but i apologize if it's really noisy i'm outside my cafe and there's construction going on and i can't go inside and take my mask off you know what i got thoughts that are you know i have my wife's in healthcare. Uh, my brother's in healthcare. i don't necessarily blame the government per se as much as i blame all the selfish assholes out there who put us in this position in the first place but the lack of like clear consistent messaging from the government the lack of support it puts a really bad taste in my mouth. I'm, I'm pretty irate, yeah. Also, you're sitting outside. You better make sure Garcetti doesn't see you without your mask, Bobby. Yeah. I put a table outside, so I'm technically outdoor dining. Are you allowed to do that, though? I thought that was, that was axed yeah. as well.
That was that. That, uh, that is uh, yes. But I'm not a customer, right? I'm not. A, I'm not technically a customer, so that's my loophole. But here's the thing, because you bring up healthcare and the selfish assholes. This whole thing has become, of course, like everything, right? So split and so divided. And my issue with it is that why does it have to be either or? What it comes down to is sacrifice, right? Do we lock everything down, completely destroy these businesses in the hopes of potentially saving more lives? Or I hate to say this, but do we allow these businesses to somewhat operate and try to stay afloat and accept the fact that sadly it's a virus, it's going to spread and people are going to pass away? It's almost become like small business owners have been villainized for trying to keep their business afloat and provide for their families. You know, I, similar to what Bobby had just mentioned. Yeah, I think from the top down to the bottom, the communication has been really has failed us. People aren't following the rules. And because of that, they've put us all in this, you know, it's kind of like a result of people not wearing masks. The rallies, you know, that have gone on, you know, all summer long and fall, the celebration for the Dodgers and Lakers, excited as we are, but, you know, people, I know, you know, college students getting together on Saturday to have, you know, big parties and so forth, they don't realize that all of those things are causing a surge to our health facilities, and that's causing government officials to make these very unpopular decisions. As much as I think that we ought to be open, and certainly I don't think that there's any data that suggests that dining outdoors adds to the spread of COVID, I think they're just trying to keep people off of the streets, you know. But this, this shutdown, to me, kind of almost hurts worse than in March, because at least in March there was a stimulus program that was, you know, released. And now there's no program. They're right. just like, here, you know, 300,000 restaurant workers, you know, are fired, if you will. And, you know, restaurant owner, you're on your own. And it's just kind of like, oh, shit, we got another, you know, how are we going to get out of this one? This, this is hard to stomach. Well, it's like the inconsistency, like you said, dining outdoors, people who, and people I know who are all for closures, who are about safety first. Yeah. And again, I'm not diminishing COVID, but I think that yeah. was the final straw because they were like, where's the data? It feels like these rules are just being made up. They, it does. Have, yeah, that's exactly how it feels. They make announcements with like very little warning to us. It's <sighs> just, it's all really, you know, it's been a crazy year. Roller coaster is a good term. I'm so passionate about this from the small business owner point of view because I'm an entrepreneur myself. I had to leave and move out of LA two months ago because I couldn't keep up with my business. You know, my, my parents are the hardest working people I know. My mom is an immigrant. She's living the American dream. And I feel like there's this debate of you can't bring a life back, but you can build a business back. And in my mind, I'm like, but if you take 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years to create a business and overnight, like you're saying, Peter, no warning, it's gone. I mean, am I wrong? Isn't that a life? Isn't that a death? I mean, that's someone's livelihood. I think that's a false dichotomy. I mean, look, at the end of the day, we're, especially retail and restaurant food and beverage businesses, we're asked to, to bear the brunt of the results of people's selfishness, right? It's, look, if the government comes and takes your property, we have to pay for that. They're basically taking our property, our businesses over and saying, hey, you can't operate for a public good. Fine. I understand that impetus and I understand that we need to take it on the chin 
But if, if the government's going to force us to essentially close, they need to compensate us for it. And I think it's Peter nailed it on the head. In March, they were throwing money at us. But again, that money was only supposed to last us two months. Remember, in March, they, everyone said two months. Life will resume in two months. Here's enough money to, to support your payroll for two months. That's what they gave us, two months worth of payroll, right? It's almost a year. There's, there's no talk of more money coming down the pipeline. I heard today Mitch McConnell block whatever compromise solution that was going to come in the pipeline. So we're talking, what, January, February, before we get maybe another round of funding? Like last week, staying six feet apart from each other outdoors was considered safe. And why isn't that considered safe today? Yeah, and that's why people are so angry, you know, from business owners to employees. They've made this very difficult, unpopular, perhaps right decision based on health, but yet you're putting 300,000 workers, you're sending them home without a paycheck. They ought to say to those people, okay, we're sending you home, but you're going to get, you know, stay home, do the right thing, and we're going to get you 80% of your paycheck. Business yeah. owners, shut your place down, but we're going to give you, exactly. you know, this tax, you know, benefit. It's nothing. They've made this really difficult decision based on health, but haven't thought about the other side about, you know, how are we going to survive this? And in, in, yeah, so it's creating, and, and especially at this time of year. I mean, any time of year sucks, but this time of year, it's like, well, that's, wow. Yeah, this time that's, of year, big time. That's what I was going to say. And we're getting squeezed on both ends, right? Like, all right, sales are dropping. Do you think my landlords give two shits about us? No, no. they still expect full rent. If not now, eventually they want all of their rent paid back. They're not cutting us deals. And the yeah. one the one glimmer of hope we had a few months ago, there was, there was talk of passing a law that would force landlords to renegotiate leases didn't even make it out of committee no. all of my landlords stopped talking to me literally the day that that dropped no. out of committee all my landlords are like you know what we want all of the rent how are we expected to make money when we can't go out and work and run our businesses so you guys are essentially saying which i'm surprised which i think i have a chip on my shoulder about it because you guys are essentially like you know what it sucks we get it it's the right thing to do but as long as we're compensated like from my vantage point it's like you work so hard to build a thing and then like you said peter it's ripped out from under you like that for me yeah. is such a hard pill to yeah. follow well we, we don't work in the health industry so we have to empathize for those people that are so i just spoke to a friend of mine with the city of beverly hills chamber of commerce and i said how's it going he's like oh we're fighting on your behalf and then i said well how's your wife doing she works as a nurse okay and he's like it's a shit show if they're telling you it's a nightmare there and there's not enough physicians and nurses to care for you it's like oh shoot man. well let me ask you, know? you about this peter because i know you do have a location in beverly hills and i yeah. saw that the beverly hills council was specifically trying to get a loophole around because i know for a lot of people the outdoor dining restrictions and shutting that down was kind of the last straw yeah so we need we need to socialize we're human beings it's important for us to do something and, and, you know, so, so yeah, so the city of Beverly Hills, we have uh, our health permit is issued by the County of Los Angeles. And so they're the ones making these de decisions. County decides what to do. The city of Beverly Hills, they didn't like that decision. They didn't understand it because there was no data to said, Hey, we're making this decision because there's a spread of COVID, you know, outside of Puerto Villa, blah, blah, blah. They, adopted a resolution to appeal the county of los angeles health order 
And in doing so, they went to court, I believe, uh, last week. There's a, a motion that the county of Los Angeles needs to provide by Tuesday evidence that the spread of COVID exists in outdoor dining spaces mm -hmm. or something like that. So they, they may lose and then we all will get our permit back to operate or, you know, or the order would change, I should say. Well, what do you guys think about restaurants? I mean, I think I saw one in Redondo, obviously Max Public House, the tavern that's gone viral now in Staten Island. What do you think of these restaurant owners who are sort of defying the restrictions and are like, you know what? I have employees. It's right before Christmas. Like this yeah. is just cruel. I mean, the health permit is our lifeline. So it's ballsy. And I mean, I wouldn't personally do it. I, I, you know, I would love to stay open. Don't get me wrong. But I, if we lose our permit, that's it. We can't operate. You can't operate for food to go. You can't operate for dining. Go ahead, Bobby. What do you think? That's tricky. I mean, I, my, my heart bleeds for these small businesses, but you also see like a lot of irresponsibility where they're just letting people come inside and drink indoors. And, you know, I think I draw a line there. Where it's like, girl, you're putting people in harm's way to prove a political point that isn't backed up by the science. And, you know, I, I hate that this is a political I know. touch point. Like it, it, it should just be scientists deciding this is, this is good, this is bad. And we wouldn't even be having this conversation if in March, everyone wore a mask and socially distanced. We would all be open. We would all be able, the virus would be gone. Look at South Korea, look at Germany, look at these places that took it seriously, whose citizens didn't equate wearing a mask with some weird freedom restriction and life is normal there. You know, I have friends in Taiwan, they don't understand what is going on in America. They're going to restaurants every night. They could care less. Yeah, they're, they're, like, exist I think they have, country. they have they have concerts too now. But see, I think that's where it goes back to what Peter said, how the inconsistency. That's where in my mind and so many people are starting to be like, what the H? Because you can't sit outside at a restaurant, but can you, you can be rallying packed like sardines and there's no no one acknowledging that that's obviously spreading. It's like the inconsistency is insane. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, the Supreme Court just came out and said, okay, well, people can go to church now too, right? So, I mean, you're, you're, you're putting people in harm's And look, again, if people were responsible adults, it, it drives me nuts that people's selfishness have forced me to now consider yeah. bankruptcy, right? Like, that's all it is. People are, we shouldn't be in this situation. We should not be having this conversation. This false dichotomy of like, well, should people be allowed to eat outdoors or not, should not be a conversation we should be having. If we had just nipped this in the bud in March or last month or two months ago, people were just grown ups about a virus that is killing thousands of people a day. I do quickly want to challenge you though, Bobby, because what about all of the lockdowns that have been, you know, enforced in California thus far? I mean, for the most part, California has been in, especially LA County has been in the purple, the most restricted. So it has been locked down. Yeah, but who's following those orders, right? I know I have tons of, you know, relatives and friends and people like that who are still going and partying, still going to restaurants. You know, I mean, just drive down to Orange County. Do you think they're following, you know, any of these guidelines? One thing about us restaurateurs, we take health orders really seriously. We did it long before COVID, the health permit, there's mm -hmm. hygiene, there's you know, temperature control. So we understand the importance of following, you know, certain guidelines. I know my restaurants and my friends have restaurants. We've gone over the top and ensuring that employees and guests are safe. This hurts for that reason too, because 
we've really, really, I mean, we've invested in products for our employees. We've, you know, set up different systems. That's also what's bad. It's like our industry is also, it's like, oh, well, your industry is bad because you're creating an unsafe environment. It's bullshit. It's not, you know, we haven't done that. If they want to shut us down, that's fine. But don't say that we're unsafe because we are safe. I love that you're getting like riled up because I've seen a lot of restaurateurs saying we're getting unfairly slammed right now. We are, we are, we are, we are. I didn't like the, our board of supervisors. I don't want to say some of their names, but yeah, they, you know, they made comments, you know, suggesting that we're providing an unsafe environment. And then after the meeting, they go to outdoors and sit at their favorite restaurant. It's like, what the fuck, man? How about that? How about that? I mean, they were literally made into memes. And that was the point because I've been ticked off about this since March. Like I said, I haven't, I've been unemployed out of my business. I'm a red carpet reporter. I've been out since March. Yeah. So to see these elected officials, you know, tell us to shut down. You can't go about business. You can't live your lives. You can't make money. They're still working. They're well, with our tax dollars. They're going out to eat. What was your genuine reaction when you first well, My genuine reaction, I, I appreciate the support of that city council person <laughs> going out to eat. I just didn't appreciate her comments that yeah. she made two hours earlier saying that restaurants are a danger. She used the word dangerous, a dangerous place. And yet, like, so... So she could have voted as she wished. I have no problem with her voting the way she did, but don't say we're dangerous and then enter a dangerous environment. It's just, you know, so yeah, I think many, many of these people are just simply out of touch. Yeah. Clearly there's a disconnect because they're telling us it's dangerous and it's unsafe and one thing and then they're doing it. So it's either they're out of touch, they don't care, they don't really think it's that, that bad or they do and they're willing to take the risk and they just don't give a shit. Like, what, what, what is it? What do you think it is? All of the, I, I mean, it, it was amazing to me that, you know, in the middle of all this stuff, they're, they're telling us, okay, no gatherings. And then, you know, Newsom is at French Laundry having a party. Like, are you kidding me? Here, here I am. Like, I have a five-month-old at home, right? I have a six-month-old at home that hasn't seen his grandparents because of this virus, because we're so concerned with this virus. Yeah, these 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 guys are having dinner parties at French Laundry, not care. You know what I mean? Like, it, I think Absolutely. it just it, it drives me nuts when I see the people who who are supposed to set an example, right, are flouting the example that they're supposed to be setting. And so what that inevitably does is it shows people, well, they're not socially distanced. They're having parties. Why can't I have a party? If it's good, you know, if Gavin Newsom can have a party, I want to have a party. And also the French Laundry being like one of the most exclusive, expensive restaurants in the country, you know, where people are just literally literally starving. It's just, it was just a really poor choice. Isn't it, (laughs) Peter, isn't it like, what is it, something absurd, like 500 a plate or something like that? You know what, it's just, it it was just wrong. It was wrong. It was wrong. And on so many different levels, it was wrong. You know what? It's just really- Nothing screams like, you know, elite than like, you know, the mayor, former mayor of San Francisco, governor of California, having, you know, a private party at one of the most exclusive restaurants in Napa Valley. Like, come on, dude. You know, you're you're supposed to be setting an example for the rest of us and, and you're just- 
That's why I get frustrated, honestly, with the argument of people are selfish running around, like kind of what you were saying, Bobby, because it's like, well, look at these people who are, are they exempt? Like, look at these people who are enforcing these rules, but doesn't, doesn't apply. Doesn't apply, I guess. I don't have a problem with the rules, but yeah, if you're going to, if you're the one who's going to set the rules up, you need to abide by those rules, right? That's like me telling my staff, Hey, I expect all of you guys to wash your hands and wear a mask when you come to work, but I'm not going to wear a mask or, or wash my hands when I show up to work. And I'll go one step further. When we were allowed to um, to reopen in, what was that, June for indoor, for outdoor seating or whatever, I think it was June. Me and my staff had an agreement. If you wanted to come to work and work at the restaurant, you can't go outside of work and party with your friends, you know, after work, because we wanted to keep each other safe. So, uh, yeah, there's just a lot of hypocrisy. And know. there is. And you know what? I saw memes about Newsom going out and people making light of it. And it's funny, right? But the, the flip side of that is there are lives being destroyed. I mean, Bobby, look what you said. You have a five month old at home. And even these businesses who are saying like, even the guys in Staten Island, they said, this isn't about like, again, we're not diminishing COVID and this isn't about a big political defiance. It's about the fact that we can't eat. We can't provide for our families. So it's just yeah. such a slap in the face when you see these elitists going out and living their lives. And here we are. I mean, aren't you supposed to start work for us for the people by the people? It's crazy to me that, yeah. I mean, and again, it's like, all right, you want us to close down? compensate you know i mean we're yeah. i got into a pissing fight yesterday on facebook of all things like the worst place to get in an argument and you know they're already talking about billions of dollars for the airline industry and i'm like yeah. dude i think the airline industry is going to be just fine these are all publicly traded companies they can go and take out debt they can raise capital they can sell stock they can, they'll, they'll be fine you know what in march next year this time they'll be making record profits all over again yeah. they're not going anywhere they're not going bankrupt. Well, by the way why are we talking about giving them more money and think about this idea you could still board a plane out of lax in la county but you can't grab a coffee at your coffee place and you know in santa monica it's just absurd or you know or grab a salad at, at Porta via in beverly hills okay hypothetical hypothetical if you were say you were sitting down with Newsom, do you think that you would say this what would you actually say to him i would say to him he's not the one shutting down la but nonetheless right. Newsom or garcetti or, you know i would just show them our operations and say you know i'm, I'm kind of confused as to why you want to shut us down what are we doing creating a you know a hazardous you know environment so i they just haven't explained it to us yet Bobby, I feel we left need, out without need, a dog. Yeah, you, you guys need a didn't dog. send me the memo. <laughs> uh, you know, we need we need money. We need funds to survive. You know, the the, yeah. the PPP was great for two months. We need, and we don't need we don't need loans. We don't need more debt. Debt is great if you're trying to expand a business or if you think there's a light at the end of the road. If you want us to keep the lights on so we survive this pandemic, we need we need grants and we need a lot of them. Stop giving money to big giant businesses that can raise money on the debt market or sell stuff. Like, I don't know about you, Peter. If I go to the bank today, I'm like, I need, you know, $400,000 to survive the next few months. They're going to laugh me out the door. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, there, 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 there is know, no money for us except yeah, there's, for- Yeah, there's you know, no from, one's going to lend us money at a reasonable rate. And, you know, it, it, and even if they did, do I really want debt? No. Yeah, I need, no, we, we don't want debt. I don't know about you, Peter. When they told us, all right, outdoor dining is okay. I went and bought a bunch of furniture. Right. I went and bought yep. tables. I went and bought chairs. 
I spent, I, I spent between, furniture. between my Beverly Hills location and Palisades, I spent about $32,000 on, you know, building out um, outdoor space. Yeah, the plexiglass, you know, umbrellas. And now it's just collecting dust. Right, and it's that kind of thing. Like we did what you said, and now we're still getting screwed. And and we got our people back working. (sighs) So it's like, we didn't just do it for ourselves. We got our people back. For me, my restaurants, I employ employ between three restaurants about 160 people. We had 160 people working again. Now it's like we're trying the best we can to keep people working, but... We've gone from working 150 hours a day per location to under 100 hours a day. Let me ask you guys this before we wrap. Can there be a happy medium? Does it have to be the extremes where it's everything? Literally, Garcetti said yesterday, cancel everything. Everything is canceled and shut down or we keep things open. Yes, people will get sick, like I said earlier. And yes, business owners have a chance. Where in your mind is the happy medium? I think it depends on what your goals are, right? I, I think, you know, if in if in March they said, you know, and they did it right, they said, hey, we're gonna, here's here's money, right? Here's a fortune, pay your employees to stay home, close your business down, we're gonna pay for your profit, we're gonna pay for your, all your supplies, whatever it is, we're gonna shut everything down for a month and we'll emerge in a month and everything will be fine. I think that would that would is a totally reasonable ask. It's dragged on for a year because, you know, again, no one took it seriously in a lot of other states. You know, the virus isn't going to stop at the California and Nevada border. I think the happy medium has to be what's what's safe and let people assess their own own levels of risk or let us, you know, at least continue doing what we were doing and, you know, dining outdoors and this and that, where, again, it was safe two weeks ago. Why isn't it safe today? We're in crisis mode now. So I think we can have to be mindful of the health, not necessarily of the people, but the health of our of our healthcare system. And if that is truly breaking we have to understand that, you know, that we're going to have to, if shutting down is the right decision, then, then I'm okay with that, but get us some money in the meantime, you know, that way come January or February, you know, we can reopen our places because that's, what's going to, the shame is going to be, is you're going to have a lot of places that aren't going to reopen. I'm going to reopen, you know, but nevertheless, I, I know a lot of places that are just going to say enough is enough. I can't do it, you know, but yeah, deferring rent, like that doesn't help anybody. You have no cash coming in. The, the happy medium is the government, you know, come up with a stimulus plan and, and get us some money and let us, you know, hire back our people and get, get everybody working again. And before we wrap, we have a few minutes left. And I want to thank you both for joining me on Cancel Me. Baby, neither of you are canceled, of course. I feel like my opinion on it is cancelable pending because obviously I'm like very, very passionate and pro um, small business. I want to end with this and I want to ask you guys this. Does this hurt the American dream on a personal level? Are you like kind of, you know what? I went for the American dream. I had my American dream and look what's happening. Not, not for me, you know. Um, I think, well, for one, as human beings, we have an interesting psych. We will forget how awful this is. I kind of forget I how awful March and April wa- was. 
And so right now this tastes like shit, but we'll get through it somehow. And, and, um, and so for me, I'm, I'm, and I'm also just a super driven person and I love what I do. So if you love what you do, you're going to, you know, hopefully stick, stick to it. I hope. Yeah. I don't know that it necessarily has hurt the American dream. I think the way I look at my fellow Americans is a little dimmer than it was maybe a year ago. I don't think at any point, anyone was being asked to do anything particularly unreasonable wear a mask socially distance don't be an asshole and the fact that so many people were unwilling to do that thing and now me and peter have to shut down the restaurant industry in america employs like 14 million people this is not a small number of people these are all the people who need these are people living hand to mouth right we all it's funny we all have like when you say stick it to the man we all have a different man like mine is garcetti Bobby, yours is the American people. Peter, I don't know. What is your stick it? Who's your man you're sticking it to? You know, I, I don't really have that, you know, outlook. <laughs> so that, not that, you know, I did see really wonderful examples of humanity over the last many months that I hadn't seen in, in, in a long time. I've seen a lot of goodness um, and kindness. And so that's that's at least in my communities. Thank you for taking the time today. I hope to be back in LA soon, dining at both of your establishments. And I hope to see more pushback, honestly, to let these businesses survive and thrive. Stick it to the man. And guys, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks for having us.